Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to SpinFL. What's up, y'all? John Rollins. Give me Sara. And uh, we're two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. What a great weekend of football has been. We're coming down to what the NFL probably wants every year is a meaningful week 17 where almost every game has playoff implications. Because mm. a lot of times I don't know. teams sit yeah. and all of that stuff. Mm. And you want people to be in and people be, to be uh, teams to be trying. That's why they changed a few years ago to the last game being a division game. To thinking that at least the rivalry would make the teams play hard. But this year, it's not just that. It's like, it's good stuff, man. Yeah. Um, I, you think maybe, I, I like the idea that the last game is the division rivalry, mm-hmm. but do you think maybe they shot themselves in the foot by taking away the, you know, it used to be that the, the top two teams in the conference got a bye. Oh, well, now there's one less team that definitely sits. Because a lot of times you clinch your first and second, mm. then you sit the last week. So I get it. As adding the 17 made it where they could only yeah. make maybe teams play yeah. all the way to the end. Yeah, maybe you're right. I was just thinking it could work the other way, too. Like, if if you had some teams that still felt like playing for that bye in the first week of the playoffs was something to play for in week 17, but maybe not. Because yeah, it used to be two spots. <clears throat> now there's only the possibility of one mm. team sitting when they clinch it. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. It'll be interesting when we go through the games to see Yeah, man. how many of Week 17 games will actually be meaningful. Yeah. Let's. Uh, uh, you want to hit up the flip them, pick them results? You've been beating me the last few weeks, and uh, I think I'm still ahead on the full count. But Oh, for sure. Uh, but I did not beat you this week. Oh, uh, what happened this week? You won nine to seven. Oh man, that's a flipping last week. Cause last week you won nine seven. Yeah, nine, nine to seven. Uh, you won the coin toss, so you picked first. Okay, and I picked uh, the Saints over Vikings, or you certainly did, and, and that Saints. happened. Saints won fifty-two to thirty-three uh, with Alvin Kamara having uh, what could have been a record-breaking day, but as a record-tying day, uh, they chose to give Taysom Hill the ball for some. Uh, weird reason to score a touchdown at the goal line. And mm. if Kamara would have scored, it would have been his seventh touchdown. <laughs> yeah, Crazy. Six, six touchdowns in one game, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was unreal. He was so good. What was the name of the – what was the – the, the guy whose record he tied was kind of funny. His last name oh, was like I something – I heard something it, I ne- Something Nevers. <laughs> like <laughs> you ain't Nevers. <laughs> you ain't Nevers going to break that shit. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. Um, I mean, my thought on this game was – we talked about it a little bit. Uh, I mean, yeah, the Saints clinched their, their fourth division title in a row. Um Sure, Drew Brees, first passer to throw over eighty thousand yards. Yeah, Camaro, he, limped, he limped to that though. Camara was playing out of his mind, but 
I'd be worried if I was a Saints fan. Yeah, um, I would too, man. They this first of all, Drew th- Brees doesn't. He's he's over the hill, man, and it's 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 pretty obvious that he's not. Um, he's limping to the to the finish line. Look, all you Saints fans out there who are celebrating your division title, you should you should yeah. you should do that. Um, but I, I would be a little concerned about this defense that was so great at the beginning of the year that. Still managed to give up 33 points to the Vikings. Kirk Cousins. Uh, mm, to Kirk Cousins. <laughs> you gave up 33 points to Kirk Cousins. So, yeah. you know, celebrate, but take it down a notch because yeah. <laughs> y'all got some shit to fix. And Bree, it seemed like Breeze can't throw it downfield anymore, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I a, mean, maybe, maybe he's just a little rusty. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't could know. be. Or all of the, uh, he broke uh, 47 ribs. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> speaking of 47, the Bucks, you chose them to beat the Lions, and they won 47 to 7. And uh, I'm in the same thing about the. I don't, I, they beat them handily. Brady didn't even play the second half of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, they beat a tomato can. So, I don't. I think the jury's still out on the Bucks. Everybody before the season was talking about possible Super Bowl. I don't think anybody's saying that anymore. I this the the only thing that truly annoyed me about this game was I think we talked about this as well was waking up the next day and seeing <laughs> these headlines of like the Bucks are putting the league on notice or like <laughs> the Bucks have arrived. I'm like Get like you back. said they beat a fucking tomato can. You yeah. beat it, like the Lions are bad enough, and then you know they're only like truly good pl- uh, player Matthew Stafford. I mean I don't think he. Yeah, I don't, he didn't play beyond the first in. quarter, right? Yeah, something like nine minutes into the game, he was done. So, you know, anybody who woke up on uh, whatever morning that was, I guess it was Sunday morning because this game was on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, anybody who woke up and thought the Bucks had have arrived is fucking kidding themselves. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, they fuck it, they're probably going to get into the playoffs, and good for them. Yeah. Uh, uh, and anything can happen. No, they're in. The in they're in. They're in the playoffs. Yeah, so anything can happen, um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know the Bucks have not arrived anywhere. Nah. The uh, I thought the Cardinals were going to beat the Forty ers mm. right? Did I put that? You did. You did put and that. I was wrong. I didn't know George Kittle was coming back. That was a surprise. So I mm-hmm. saw him out there. I was like, oh, uh, but this, this, I don't know. I just I can't believe the Cardinals can't put up more than twelve points, man. And they got beat by a third-string quarterback, yeah, C.J. Bethard. Yeah, <laughs> hasn't started since 2018. Uh, this, uh, but the running back, what's his name, Jeff Wilson? Oh man, he's fun to God, watch, man. He was good. Yeah, he's he was fun really to watch. good. Kittle was really funny. Did you see Kittle's post-game interview? I just saw it this morning, actually. No, I didn't see it. It's been getting a lot of attention because he, uh, he, there, there's a little clip out there from uh, Kittle's post-game interview. <laughs> And he says, uh, he's like, well, you know, I grew up a Bears fan as a kid. Uh, so I was just oh, yeah, glad I saw that. I saw that. to see that in in some ways we kind of actually helped the Bears. Yeah, he's yeah, like, I saw that. Bears. And then he just like walks out and they're still asking him questions. And he's like, I fucking love the Bears. I fucking love the Bears. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. The Bears. Chicago. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to fun. Chicago a little bit later, all right? <laughs> um, we also have. Uh, the uh, Dolphins in a miracle finish against the Raiders when 26-25. That's what you chose. You got that right. Um, yeah, man. I've, I've walked, I stayed up 
um, I took a, a responsible nap in the in the middle of the day, as I said on our uh, pregame show. I got up and watched this crazy game, and uh, the first half was boring. Second half, the, the fourth quarter, they just started lighting it up, going back and forth. And um, uh, Raiders got a couple favorable calls. I was going to blame the refs on the victory, as mm. you do as a fan. And then um, Tua got benched again, second time this year. And Fitzpatrick came to, came in. Last time he couldn't save the day. He threw a interception, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the last yeah, game. they came up a little short the last time. And then this game, uh, he <laughs> he got the a nasty face mask. Of course, it was incidental, but the the guy's momentum yanks uh, Fitzpatrick to where he can look at the numbers on the on his back, <laughs> and then he still throws a cover two beater. If you play Madden. If somebody's playing a lot of cover two, you just run the seam on the outside and wait for him to pass that coverage and throw it right there, and he did it. And isn't that the same defensive coverage that they got beat on, uh, that the Raiders got beat on against? No, uh, no. Nah, nah, um, the Jets, they played a engage eight. So. No, but it was like a, it was like a full-on. Full-on uh, blitz from the Jets. Yeah. This one wasn't. Anyway. This was a cover two. That, that means the safety okay, okay. the safety split the field in half. One uh, yeah, goes yeah, this yeah, side, yeah, one yeah. goes that side. And uh, so the safety's just waiting way far back, and then he throws it between the two coverage coverages. Because one guy plays the flats, but why would you play the flats? There's nobody. There's no route over there. I mean, okay. Yeah. All I know is that when Fitz when Fitzpatrick retires, yeah, uh, he needs to. Somebody either needs to print up like a poster size picture of that moment or or even better if he can somebody like the dolphins need to hire somebody to do like an oil painting a sculpture or a sculpture <laughs> even a statue in the a front it's just... because that was the most ridiculous thing yeah. i have ever seen yeah. In my life, and, related and, to football, and watching I, it live, it didn't look like you couldn't tell. You just thought he got hit and goes down because they, they say he's been yeah. hit. And I was yeah. like, "Damn, he still got that!" And the ball floats up a yeah. while. It felt like forever. Hollins yeah. catches it and goes out of bounds. Hollins finally catches it. He dropped two huge passes earlier, <laughs> uh, so he catches it, falls out of bounds, and then the penalty puts them in field goal range. And, uh, and Sanders is basically automatic. So I knew it was over. And I mean, that shit Chucky was unreal. On the sidelines, Chucky on the sidelines looking like, how? How? <laughs> unreal. Absolutely unreal. I, I mean, it's one of those things. It'll go on his highlight reel forever. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the, the media is running with the quarterback controversy, uh, which I can understand. I don't um, – I just, I just trust <laughs> Brian Flores. So if he says two is the guy, then two is the guy. Uh, and I know the media wants to create drama. But it doesn't seem like there's any somehow. It doesn't seem like there's any locker room drama behind this. It's very interesting, actually. That was kind of what I wanted to talk about. Was because I don't know if I've ever seen a situation like this at the quarterback position that doesn't appear to be creating any drama yeah. internally. Like, of course, the media is going to try to make something out of it. Yeah. Um, but it was like it. it it's kind of working. Yeah. In a weird way, um, yeah. I mean, it, you know, it, it, it remains to be seen, like how it works out for next year. Obviously. Um, oh well, next year I don't think Fitzpatrick will be there next year. No, exactly. So and then easy, it's like, yeah. okay, well, you know, now it's really sink or swim time for Tua. Yeah. 
Um, and he took it like a champ. He's like, yeah, they took me out. It wasn't. Uh, we got a spark, and Fitz did his thing, and you know, we, you know how he talks. <laughs> He's all wholesome, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm really happy for him, and we got the victory, and that's all that really matters in the end. I was like, oh, I love this dude, man. <laughs> I mean, it seems to be working out, and and I, I'm interested to see where it goes. You know, yeah. I mean, hey, I, hey, but hey, I, but some of the plays he made, like watching the game. Watching him play quarterback, it's uh, such a difference as a, as a Dolphins fan watching him versus watching uh, quarterbacks who are supposed to be the next quarterback over the mm. past 20 years. Mm-hmm. Like, the speed with which he gets the ball off when he can, you know, and right. the fact that there's still never any separation, the accuracy, and then he's left-handed, and then him rolling the opposite way, s- switching his body. The way he mm. does, I've never mm-hmm. seen it done so smoothly. Like he's fluid, yeah. And, uh, it's just gonna take him. I like what Kurt Warner was saying. Normally, I get annoyed by announcers, but I like what Kurt Warner was saying with the uh, that that uh, when he got to the league, it was hard to know what's open in the NFL versus in college when you got just good athletes, but or better. Right. Somebody's a mismatch, so you're gonna have three yards of space. NFL mm. open, it's like the guy's gonna get it if he's got one step on the guy. You just gotta trust that he's open. Right. So uh, that's an interesting thing. <clears throat> With somebody so accurate as Tua, I don't think it's going to be a problem down the line. He just got to know, hey, he's open. And Fitz I is mean, like, we'll, fuck it, I'm throwing it up. <laughs> we'll get, yeah, we'll get to this later. But I, you should probably spend the offseason watching tape on uh, Aaron Rodgers, the way that guy can fucking <laughs> hit somebody <laughs> who doesn't appear to be open at all. Yeah, when Rodgers <laughs> wants the MVP, he goes and gets that shit. <laughs> uh, who, who picked the Broncos Chargers game? Uh, believe you picked. I picked the Dolphins, so you picked the Chargers to beat the Broncos. Um, they they this, did. Yeah. This game was a absolute turd. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> I stayed up and watched this game. Yeah. Uh, Herbert, Herbert got the rookie record: twenty-eight touchdown passes. That's true. probably going to secure him rookie of the year. I and, would say uh, so. And uh, the uh, Drew Locke, man, he just reminds me of Cutler, man. He yeah. just looks like he's just like, I don't know, man. <laughs> he's got that frat boy dum dum look. Yeah, that was my notes on this were essentially dreadful, meaningless game. Justin Herbert <laughs> goes over four thousand yards, probably locked up rookie of the year. He's got the rookie T D record. Um probably just saved Anthony Lynn's job. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, probably. Broncos have a lot to figure out next year because Drew Locke ain't it. Nah. Um, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know what they're gonna do. The uh, the surprise of the weekend. I didn't. I didn't not say this. Didn't I say like this might be it? Yeah. Who yeah, called? Who sure. called this game? You called the Jets, right? Uh. Yeah. Well, no, I I called the Browns, and you got the Jets. I'm saying you called the Jets game. Okay. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, the uh, Jets came out, man. They've been they've been putting up a little bit of points, you know. They just been f- fucking up, and they uh, went up against a team with no wide receivers and won. <laughs> I, honestly, I I'm a little confused at how this game played out. Like, so the Browns go into it with basically their entire wide receiver core sitting yeah. out, yeah. um, because of the COVID nineteen situation. And they're like, "Go get uh, him, Baker." <laughs> yeah, but then. Like everybody knows what's like everybody knows what what what's wrong with your team on this particular Sunday, yeah. and so you know it seems like if you were gonna, it was almost like he was trying to lean on his tight ends instead of leaning on his running backs. Right. 
So it's like, what are you doing? You have like two of the best running backs in the league. Uh, I mean, I don't remember the numbers. It doesn't matter. But, you know, I mean, Nick Chubb didn't have a very good day. Mm-hmm. Um, that's because that Jets defense, man, is number what in the league? <laughs> Kareem Hunt, but he, but Kareem Hunt, I don't think he carried the ball more than five times. That's, like that's they didn't a, even give it to him more than five times. They were talking about the Browns coach getting the uh, coach of the year, mm. and now it's looking like uh, not after that game. Uh, I wouldn't give him coach of the year. Goes, How about play. Sam Darnold, fucking trucking dudes? Did you see that play? Yeah, of course I did. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> Put the shoulder down. How you know that's yeah. coming up in tape in the in the next uh, tape session? They're gonna clown that the, the guy who got run over. Oh, here it is. The the Cleveland Browns had four yards rushing in the first half. How? Uh, no. I don't even. Uh, yeah. Well, now they're in real trouble. It yeah. looked like they were gonna end their playoff drought, and now they. We'll get into. Um, I think in the next episode we'll get into like clinching scenarios. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, but the Browns are definitely in a situation where you know they they need to win their their last game of the season. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll get more into detail that later. But they really they could have clinched up their playoff spot against the Jets, which you would have thought they could have done handily. Yeah. Um, but they didn't. So. The uh, Ravens uh, are scaring the shit out of the, the league right now. They won oh, yeah. <laughs> 27-13 over the Giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, no surprise there. Uh, yeah. I put the play of the week. I put it up on our uh, Instagram, Finnefell Pod on Instagram. Yeah, I uh, saw that. When uh, <laughs> You think it's over for the whole play. It's like, okay, they got to get 17 yards. Jackson gets out. He throws it the ball maybe six yards downfield. And then Gus Edwards from the U just toes the line beautifully and then – just shakes off arm tackles and then it gets twenty seven yards on the play. And they made mm. both of them made something out of nothing. So, yeah. Uh, the, the only thing that su- the only thing that surprised me about this game is that the score wasn't even worse. Like, yeah. I mean, it really started off looking like okay, this is yeah, th- yeah this is happening. They're they're gonna kill these guys. I'm a little surprised. Yeah, it's like they stopped. <clears throat> like they took their foot off the gas a bit. Yeah, but still, they they did what they needed to do, and and since coming back from COVID, Lamar Jackson has been like basically playing like he did last year in his MVP yeah. season. It's been crazy. Yeah, they're good at beating up on bad teams, though. And now they've moved because the um, yeah, now they've moved into the sixth seed. So now they're they're in the playoffs as of right now. Are they? Yep. We'll get more into that later, but yeah. Okay, Bengals beat the Texans 37-31. I did not see this coming. Mm. Uh, apparently, I did uh, because I picked the <laughs> Bengals. <laughs> you sure I, I didn't me- pick? You sure I didn't pick the Bengals? Yeah, and I and I remember specifically what I said. Actually, when I picked them, I said I want to pick the Texans, but I just feel like every time I think the Texans are going to win, the team lets um, um, Deshaun Watson down. And and so it's based on that I'm picking the Bengals. Maybe that's stupid, but I just feel like this team's going to let him down. Yeah. Uh, and they did. I mean, I don't know if you could say they let him down, but I mean, basically these two teams had nothing to play for. Uh, you know, it, it, it was, but it was a good game for the Bengals. I mean, the backup, what, who was his name? Brandon Allen threw for like 370 yards. Yeah. Two touchdown passes. Beautiful catches in this game. AJ Green was AJ on. AJ Green came alive. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. And yeah. with and with this win, 
the Bengals are officially better than the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> so Damn, there's sorry, that. man. <clears throat> uh, the uh, money making Mitch came out, and mm. uh, he yeah, started, he did. He tried, started trying to uh, make some money. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Bears beat up on the Jaguars, the lowly Jaguars that are tanking for Trevor. Uh, and the Bears uh, beat them forty-one to seven. The Bears put up forty-one points. Man, are you convinced that the Bears are a good football team? It's so I don't know. They're such a weird team. I mean, they what, they started out the year what like five and one, yeah, and then they lose six straight, and now they've won three straight. Um, it's so hard to figure out. Um, I mean, I thought they were a fake ass five and one team when yeah. when they had that record. So I wasn't super surprised when they lost six in a row. Um, exactly, we were like, okay, <laughs> but but again, I don't know what to say. I mean, I it, you know yeah. they ain't winning the that, Super Bowl. <laughs> I was glad to see my boy, uh, former Bulldog Roquan Smith, with the two interceptions. That was nice. Yeah. Uh, and my only major note on this was, you know, I mean, with this loss, the Jags they clinched the number one pick. So you know. Pack your bags, Trevor. Bring your tank tops, your board shorts, and your flip flops because you're going to Jacksonville. <laughs> the, uh, thirty points, thirty plus points in four straight games for the Bears. First time since 1965. I didn't Man, know I that. that. I didn't know they've been balling like that. I was surprised when I saw 41, but I didn't know they've been putting up 30 plus in four games. Man. Yeah, they leapfrogged the Cardinals, so now they're officially in a playoff spot. Wow. Uh, the Bears. So, yeah. Chicago. The Bears. We're gonna see Chicago in the postseason, aren't we? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the Falcons, man, they came out trying to fight the Chiefs. The Chiefs won by three points, and uh, the the spread was ten. We actually mm. bet on that on um, on Sunday. We put in a, a bet, include, and this was the one that made us miss uh, early. Then we missed later on something else. Mm. But this one, we thought for sure. Well, you thought for sure. I said it might be closer, but you were like, they're gonna beat the shit out of the Falcons. So maybe the Chiefs aren't looking that hot, man. Fourteen and one. You know this is well. Yeah, I'd be. I have to. I mean, I feel like I have to be fair. I, you should be worried if you're a Chiefs fan as well. Yeah. Uh, because they have had a little trouble putting teams away. Yep. Um, I mean, I wouldn't worry about them too much, but <clears throat> I don't not, know. I don't know if they're putting up enough points to uh, hang with the Bills, man. The Bills seem like the most potent offense, but we'll get to that later. But. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. Chiefs, I mean, Chiefs aren't looking like that uh, world beater they were looking like earlier. No, and I mean, the only thing you can really say about this game is, again, Falcons are going to Falcon, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, on a day that the defense shows up, Grady Jarrett's everywhere, involved in every play. Yeah, he's good, man. Showing why, showing why he's one of the few players on the Falcons to get voted as a pro bowler. And then uh, uh, Young Way Koo did not – yeah, our other pro bowler did not. Um, but Maddie stats, I got to say, I mean, <laughs> what do you get? You know, especially after this, we intercepted um, Mahomes in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? Aluakon. He had the weirdest name, Aluakon or something. Picks off Mahomes in the end zone, mm-hmm. right? And then after that, it's like you're thinking, like, we got all this momentum. Like, let's go, let's bro. Go. And then what does he do? Maddie Stats takes two back-to-back sacks. Boom, boom. Man, it's like and it's in the playbook. <laughs> yeah, poof, momentum gone. Get out. Uh, um, you know, defense kept the Senate the whole game. They showed up in all four quarters. 
uh, and all the offense had to do. The one thing that's supposed to not be our problem is our offense. Yeah. Uh, you know, we can't get both to show up at the same time somehow, uh, sorry, except man. for when we play the, except for when we play the Raiders. Um, <clears throat> and it's funny because I said to my son in the middle of this game, actually, I said to him earlier in the day, we were going to the grocery store and I said, well, you know, the Falcons are going to win today because, you know, um, you know, the, the only team that's beat the chiefs this year is the Raiders and we beat the snot out of the Raiders. So <laughs> by that logic, oh, that we're logic, obviously yeah. going to beat the chiefs. So while we were watching the game, I was like, holy crap, but is that going to turn out to be right? But no, it didn't because young way Koo who has made 27 straight field goals, uh, has only missed one field goal all year, decides to miss one now. Did you see a look on his face? He was more, ugh, poor kid. Whatever. Yeah, uh, in, in all honesty, he probably did us a favor because now we're basically sitting in the number four spot in the draft, so fuck it. You know? Yeah. The uh, For a while, it looked like the Colts were going to solidify their playoff spot. What the fuck happened in this game? <laughs> they stopped scoring. They were up 24. Didn't what? they? They did this once before, didn't they? Where it was like they only managed Texans, to score a right? field goal in the second half. They've done this once before. To the Texans, right? Mm. Uh, no, but, but I mean the Colts have like kind of unraveled. That's like what this. I mean. The Colts uh, versus Was it Texans. against the Texans? I think so. <clears throat> Crazy. It looked like the Steelers. It looked like it was over. Yeah, they came off flat. Uh, they were, it was like, man. And then the third quarter happens, and it starts getting closer. Then the fourth quarter, and then it was starting to look like pressures on the Colts, and then the Steelers pull ahead. I was like, wow. And I think, again, what, I don't remember who – I said this last week uh, about some team where uh, – I thought, or maybe we said this the other day. Maybe Mike Tomlin just went into the locker room and said, okay, just, just – okay, yeah, we're playing the Colts, but just imagine you're playing the Falcons. We're down by 17. <laughs> we got this, okay? That's every team's halftime speech. Exactly. Down at halftime speech. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Panthers, who will call this one? Mm-hmm. That's a tough one to call. I remember that being a tough one to call. Yeah. I'm lost in the schedule. Where are we? Uh, Colts, Steelers, and then You Panthers. called the Panthers. Oh, okay. I think. All right. The, uh, it felt really shaky during the game. Uh, I, I realized no, I called the football team, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because you were going with defense, and yeah. Yeah, they look more complete, and it just shows how bad that division is. Mm. <laughs> They're 6-9. Mm. and nine. They can still win the division. The mm. uh, I think so. The uh, Panthers, uh, Bridgewater ain't that dude, man. Nah. He's not the guy. It seems like he should be, like, if he committed to one or the other, like, am I mm. going to be that pocket passer that might scramble a little bit, or am I going to be that, you know, implement a full rpo type offense well it, in all fairness i think he could be that guy he could. I, I think i think i mean he i'd be really to that though i know but i'd be really interested to see you know as a first year coach um mm-hmm. i'd be really interested to see what he does in the off season how he manages to continue to work on building this team um and if you get um what's his name McCaffrey, if you get him back, mm-hmm. uh, I I think this team could be a real threat. If I mean, if you if you build the team in a way that that kind of plays to everybody's strengths, yeah. uh, I'm not I'm not convinced that Bridgewater is not the guy. But I, I agree, he's not the guy right now. Yeah, uh, I don't know. He's been around for a bit, man. 
But I think you've got one, maybe two more years oh. to play around into, with this yeah, idea getting, of him being the guy. Right. I was going to say he's falling into that stopgap yeah. quarterback until you draft a guy. <clears throat> he's falling into that category now when for a minute we thought, you know, in Minnesota mm. until he got, and then he got hurt. And then. Well, I mean, oh. Dwayne Haskins is looking for a job. <laughs> <laughs> and will be. Nobody I think is. It's a wrap. I think I think the stories coming out about him off the field are going to hurt him as well too because you could say nobody's uh, he's, he's in done. the wrong system or they're coaching wrong or whatever but he just he fucks up and then he fucks up. He came out this field. morning. He's 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 gone. They released I him. I know. I know. I'm just saying as but a But I think he's out of the league. I don't I don't see this this guy's right. going to wind up on a fucking practice squad. That's what I I'm mean saying. this guy probably had the worst week of his life. He he you know, he gets busted for going to a strip club. Yeah. Uh you know, during a pandemic, he's fined. They take away his captaincy. And if anybody needed to come out on Sunday and ball out, it was him. And he sure as hell didn't. Like, no. if he had come out and just, like, crushed the Panthers, yeah. uh, nobody, everybody would have forgotten about that other yeah, shit. He got benched. He got benched. And they brought in uh, s- yeah. some, some dude who threw a pickup. Heine- Heineke. Heineke, yeah. <laughs> Something Heineke. Yeah. I don't know his first name. Yeah, I was, uh, I was, I felt yeah. bad, man, because I was kind of rooting for Haskins. You want the underdog type of feel, and but then it just feels like this, this, this dude ain't fit for it, man. I mean, the game was there for the taking the yeah. whole time, and they just couldn't take it. Yeah. Uh, Curtis Samuel looked great, yeah. I thought. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's about all. The uh, sur- another surprise is the Seahawks handily beating the Rams. What the hell happened to the Rams? I thought the Rams would win that game. We said that we were saying they were the most complete team in the NFC. It just shows we don't know shit. <laughs> huh? I don't know, man. The Rams. I, I said. I guess. More- oh wait, did I pick uh, the Rams? Mm, no, you picked the Seahawks. Oh, that's was. I'm a little confused by that because they rearranged the schedule after we did our picks. Oh, okay. So that's why I'm. I think I said we get bad now. golf, and we did. Yeah, you did definitely. We Most definitely. So maybe I he was a he was a nightmare. That interception he threw, um, before the end of the like, first what half. What are you looking like, at? And he, it was another one that got dropped. It was just like what? I can't. Who would the, I forget the announcer, but they said the same thing. They were like, I, I'm not really sure what he saw there. <laughs> yeah, they try to say it nicely. <laughs> uh, uh, a shock here. Cowboys beat the Eagles 37 to 17. Mm. Um. Wow. Hmm. That was just, yeah. I, I this didn't, was, um, Jalen Hurts looked good at the beginning of the game, and then it just, like, it all came apart. The, the Eagles just can't stop anybody. Their secondary really fell apart in the yeah. second half. Uh, I mean, that being said, there were some great, um, I mean, there were some great catches. The, I mean, I don't know if it was just because the Eagles were playing so bad in the secondary or if it was, you the know, red the red rifle, man. The red rifle was <laughs> was firing on all cylinders. He oh, was like, man. I mean, some of these catches to uh, to Gallup and Cooper. I mean, ooh, yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, they were out there balling. Uh, they might make the playoffs in that shitty division. They're six and nine as well. The, if they uh, win, uh, I think if they win, if the football team loses and the Cowboys win, the Cowboys are in. Yeah, man, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, the uh, Packers. Ooh. Came out and uh, when I saw the snow on the ground, I was like, "Oh, maybe, maybe the Packers are gonna beat the shit out of Titans." <laughs> you yeah. know, but I when I saw the snow on the ground, I thought, "Okay, this is gonna be, 
this is going to be just this game's going to be over in no time. It's going to be a run. Both sides are going to run. Both teams are going to run the ball. But Something about Lambo, man. The Packer, Aaron Rodgers came out gunslinging. Like it's like this is. Uh, he's like MVP is up for grabs. Well, I'm going to grab it. <laughs> yeah, he did, uh, and that's what everybody's saying that he basically locked up the MVP after this game. I, I have a hard time disagreeing with that. Yeah. Um, my only regret is that this game was so late. I love a fucking snow game. Yeah. I love it. There's something about it. Yeah, man. Um, and you have these two teams going off in the snow. Aaron Rodgers, Jesus Christ. I mean, what, and also what, AJ Dillon. I don't know this guy. No. The the rookie running back. He went off what for like – I don't know where he played college, but that guy was – he was unreal. Aaron Rodgers even said after the game, he's like, we haven't seen that from him yet. <laughs> so <laughs> he was surprised too. He was like, yeah, I had no uh-huh. idea. Derrick Henry had a decent day um, by his standards, not a uh-huh. great day. Um, but, you know, the Titans just could not really get it together. They're, they better be careful. They're hanging on for dear life because the Colts could still win that division. So the Titans, they're gonna have. This yep. is what I mean. Like they're gonna have to play hard at the uh, last game. Yep. Yeah. I think they I play think the Colts. Uh, that might be a win and you're in type of game. <clears throat> is that true? Do uh, they play the Colts? Uh, I think so. The final game might be versus Colts. That would be fantastic, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's either versus Colts no. or Jaguars. Or no, they're playing the Texans. Texans. Okay. And the Colts are playing the Jags, oh. but it, but it, I mean, that's basically a, I mean, you have to, that is a must, obviously a must win. You can't sit there thinking the Colts are going to lose to the Jags. Right. So Titans have to win, and then it goes to tiebreakers. I don't know all of this. We'll look into that later. Yep. The uh, Bills, man, it started off looking promising for when it was zero zero. I got. Started off looking promising for. Uh, it looked like Cam was even throwing the intermediate passes, and then. Uh, they just, yeah, they just demolished them, man. Thirty-eight to nine. Uh, they, 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 Diggs is that guy. How's he open so much? <laughs> I don't know. Could be like uh, Allen will extend the play like he does and move back and forth. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really, he doesn't take off as much as he used to. But so he's seeing the field way better now. So he'll move around, evade the rush, and then wait. And Diggs is gonna get open. And it is just yeah. like unfair, almost. I think not having uh, Gilmore hurts, mm-hmm. uh, so that might be part of it. But uh, I, I'd say the only thing, <clears throat> the only issue that the Bills have is that their run game is a little suspect. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if that's really going to hurt them in the playoffs, uh, but right now this Josh Allen Stefan Diggs show is pretty fucking spectacular. Yeah, man. Um, he's also spreading it around. Allen just looks good, man. He looks like a top 10 quarterback in the league right now. How bad did Cam Newton look? Oh, man, he looks like a bottom 10 quarterback counting backups. <laughs> he was awful. Yeah, he looked bad, man. I, I, there was the one touchdown run where he was like, oh, okay. Uh, and then that was – that was, and then he did the Superman thing. It's like, no, no, <laughs> not quite. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Um, yeah, he, I thought he looked awful. There were a few, I watched, when I was watching the highlights this morning, there was a couple of plays specifically where, you know, where he was running around to extend the play 
and then he's got a guy wide open in the middle and he just throws it in the fucking dirt. Like his, his mechanics look off. Like the way he was throwing the ball looks off. It's like, he just, he looked bad. Yeah. He looked real bad. Uh, I got some, I got a couple shit got learned. Mm. I can, uh, I said the play of the day already that I thought, I think the dumbest play of the day, the goat of the, of the games, Mm -hmm. maybe I could call it is, uh, when uh, Jacksonville decided to drop everybody back into this deep prevent before the half, even though Chicago had a timeout. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just let the guy catch the ball, and he gives himself up, too. He doesn't get tackled in because they're too far away to tackle. Mm. He catches the ball, gives himself up. They call a timeout, and then they kick the field goal to, to get points before the before the half. That was dumb as fuck. Uh, and... Uh, I don't know why I uh, root for Dwayne Haskins is one thing I wrote here because I obviously care more than he does. <laughs> so so it's, uh, it's not that uh, not that great. Wow. Uh, yeah, I got a couple. Um, Frank Gore. Oh, he got became, hurt, right? No, became the – well, maybe he did. I don't know. But he became the third all-time rusher. Oh, wow. By, by hitting the by passing the sixteen thousand yard mark, wow! So he's now in third place all time behind Walter Payton, um, and Emmitt Smith. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Um, yeah, I have to tell you how I feel about that. That the well, Emmitt Smith is the uh, most. Oh yeah, yeah, I feel the same. Uh, it, it it should be somebody else. I mean, be, it's it basically sweetness. It's, it should be sweetness or Barry. Sanders, I, yeah, Those and the if best. the if the Lions hadn't have ruined Barry Sanders' career, it would have been him. Yeah, it should definitely not be Emmett who <clears throat> ran behind the bought and paid for offensive line of all times. Yeah, the other thing I learned, um, this is related to the Falcons. I guess I knew it internally, but to see it on the screen was kind of shocking. Um, this season, the Falcons in the first half. Uh, have outscored their opponents by 67 points. There are 67 plus in the first half. Don't do you do know it to yourself, man? Do you know what they are in the second half? Minus 130. Minus 65. Oh wow! They just flip it, so they just lose close. <laughs> Damn. Crazy as that. Uh, sorry, man. Mm. On a better note. Uh, I never heard this phrase before, but I'm going to give the quote of the week to uh, Mike Tomlin. Okay. Uh, he was in the post-game interview. Uh, he's basically talking about, you know, this is a game of two halves. You know, the Steelers played like shit in the first half, and mm-hmm. they kind of got it together in the second and win the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when they asked him about that, Mike Tomlin started off his little speech by saying, well, you know, it's a fine line between drinking wine and squashing grapes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a pretty great quote. Wow, I like that. That's a good one. I never heard that one before. <laughs> I'm going to start using it. <laughs> it's a fine line between drinking wine and squashing grapes. Uh, the last thing I learned is that Buffalo Bills are the best team in the AFC. Mm-hmm. I would I would call them Super Bowl favorites, Super Bowl uh, AFC representative favorites right now. The other thing I learned, and I thought about this this morning, we were talking about how the NFL's come shot would be Bucks versus Patriots, <laughs> yes, right? Yes. I think now that that is no longer possible, 
and the league needs to sort of reshuffle uh, to find its cum shot, I would say it would be Bills versus Packers. Oh, yeah. Right? Ushering in the new. Don't you think that would be uh, the, the official? Yeah. It could be Chiefs versus Packers, but I think more so the Bills. Yeah. Right? Josh Allen, <laughs> Aaron yeah, Rodgers. I love some Josh Allen, man. Because he's, oh, he can move and he's, oh, he just does. He just, how does he yeah. do it? Oh, man. Yeah. The old timer versus the young whippersnapper. <laughs> yes. Is, is he <laughs> over the hill? Or is he passing the torch? Oh, God. <laughs> you know they would say that, too, right? They're Bob sitting Costas. there. I can see the whole Bob Costas thing, man. The whole, yes. the, before the game, he breaks it all down. Yeah. He came in the league. Everyone doubted him. You know, he played with a chip on his shoulder for his entire career. <laughs> and then his his opponent also plays with a chip on his shoulder because he was doubted and called a bust his first couple years. Turned it around, and now they face off the young gunslinger. Yeah. <laughs> and the yeah. old, not yet over the hill, not ready to pass it up. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is fucking stupid. Oh, yeah. They're going to go nuts for that shit. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Well, uh, I'm looking forward to this weekend. We're going to have uh, some fun football. And mm-hmm. we'll be back. Uh, this kind of gets sad, man, when it gets to the last game of the season. First thing is that it's the the rest of the games once the playoffs starts are going to be so late mm. uh, that you kind of have to watch the first one at the time that we're normally watching the second games. So mm. that means yeah. that means bourbon before the game. Hey, yeah, sure. <laughs> hey, that okay? I gotta say the um, <clears throat> the group the 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 Facebook group mm-hmm. uh, it. it there's getting to be a lot of like fun kind of interaction in there. Yeah, hell yeah. A lot of good, uh, you know, people posting like the food stuff and, yeah. and uh, just some really funny shit is popping up in there. It's called the uh, NFL Pod Group on Facebook. Yeah, so if you're not in it, jump in and yeah, uh, come join us. <clears throat> and come join us because it's a really fun group. A little bit of trash talking. Oh. Um, which is fine, you know, yeah. as long as you keep it civil. Yeah, I think it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty civil. So far, we haven't had any issues. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been good to see. Yeah. Uh, the, speaking of, I, th- I think it's time for an origin story, and then we can uh, wrap. Yeah, because I I like this one because I could visualize it. I felt like I could see it happening. You know, uh, this guy, what's his name? Anders. <clears throat> it's a new guy, new member. Origin story. How I became a Bears fan. Went to uh, Chicago, September 2012, with my girlfriend and her family. Wait a minute. You said that wrong. What? You said that wrong where he went. What did I say? He went to Chicago. You said he went to Chicago. He did not. Yeah. He went to Chicago. Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wait. You know, I should rework this. Okay. Let's start over. Origin story. How I became... A Bears fan. <laughs> I went to Chicago in September 2012 with my girlfriend and her family. One day we celebrated a friend's birthday or ba- oh, a friend's baby's first birthday. No. Uh, FYI, it was a Cookie Monster theme party. Mm. <laughs> nice. I, I like that. Yeah. Since, it was my, since it was the first uh, time I met these people, it was quite awkward. But I noticed that most of the men of the group had all gathered around the TV. Gathering around the TV. 
Yeah, it, during a Cookie Monster theme party. Of course, that's where all the men went. <laughs> that's where I'd be, too. Uh, <clears throat> went to say hello, was quickly asked to sit down and enjoy the Chicago Bears' first <laughs> preseason game versus the Bengals. I like how they said, like, they quickly they said, hey, hey, sit, hey, sit, sit down, sit, hey, hey, sit. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm Teddy, all right, sit down. <laughs> uh, enjoyed the Chicago Bears' first preseason game versus the Bengals with no clue of what I was watching. I got a proper lesson in what was going on. AJ Green was great. Still is. Kyle yeah. Fuller got an interception. I wouldn't say still is great. Uh, also learned that Green Bay is a bunch of motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, <is>. shit. <laughs> uh, I forgot interesting. Yeah. Uh, got to see my first punt fake. That's always fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, had the chance to see one more game before I went home. Since then, it's been Chicago Bears every game. <laughs> Somehow, I'm now invested. I bought hats, shirts, mugs. Uh, can't shake this team. It's been eight years yeah. with a few highlights and lots of disappointments. Go Bears. Uh, <laughs> I thought this was a good one. I, I, the, it, the, yeah. the fact that this all played out at a Cookie Monster theme party yeah, the cookie monster. was very very funny to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, unlike some people, you know, he, he's bought the – He's bought the gear. He's got the mugs. He's got it all. Yeah, yeah. It's good. You know what I mean? It's good. He's going all in. And I I replied to his comment. I was like, hey, dude, hang in there. The Bears, they got a great – what a great – like if you're going to pick a team, that's a great team to pick. You know what I mean? Great fan base. They got a lot. Great fan base, great history. Um, I really just think it's a matter of time before the Bears can be good again. Yeah. Um, You know, they get themselves a a more reliable quarterback, uh, and I think they're – they're in good shape. Yeah, man. If they can pull that off. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny. I love the Cookie Monster thing. I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's good. All and all right. the men hanging around the TV. It's like, yeah, fuck. They course. didn't want to be. Nobody wanted to be at this Cookie Monster theme party, obviously. <laughs> and the ladies made them come. You got to come to the Cookie Monster. <laughs> yeah. And all the wives are like, oh, it's so cute. They love the Cookie Monster. It's so fun. Yeah. Huh? Bears are on. Yeah, but it's preseason. Yeah, 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 but preseason's huge. It's really important. <laughs> yeah, exactly. First game, too, but first game is real. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. All right, well, uh, this has been another episode of uh, Spinafel. We'll be back um, later in the week with our predictions for the final week of the season. So that's going to be good. And uh, until then, man, uh, we'll see you. I don't know what to say. I never do. So uh, see y'all later. <laughs> later, y'all. Peace. <laughs>Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.